Dynasty Theory is now a proud member of the DLF family of podcasts, and we could not be more excited. Tune in each and every week when we provide actionable advice to help you navigate through the crazy world of Dynasty Fantasy Football. We're always diving into quickly changing values, market inefficiencies, and opportunities to help you build those dynasties. Make sure you also check out the show on Twitter and Instagram at Dynasty Theory FF. Enjoy. This episode, sponsored by our friends at No House Advantage. Check my inbox and what do I see? Just another day, another T-R-A-D-E I'm an addict and I need it in my veins I'm an addict, otherwise I feel plain now Every day I wake up, people got a problem Making all these trades up, got me saying got em But I've been paid up, I even started from the bottom See I don't wait up, I ain't even playing possum So what it cost them just a couple of firsts Can't believe that it worked, not to say I'm a jerk But I'm an addict, it's what I said in the first You can curse all you want, you can pray in your church But I'ma keep tapping return, I win up I learn I ain't trying to burn any bridges I yearn for the feeling I earn I'm a witness to turn He had a cheek before I drop you like the beat I'm an addict And I'm not really ashamed I'm an addict I'm a climber with the brain I'm an addict And the pot is what I'm playing I'm an addict Russell Rocky Other names Trade addicts five Let's go I am Dynasty Outhouse And I have a trading problem I am Rocky Petrella, and I also have a trading problem. I am Casey Kasem, and I also have a trading problem. Hey, everybody, and welcome to session 230 of the Trade Addicts Podcast, a member of the DLF family of podcasts, also a proud member of the Dynasty Addicts Podcast Network, the DAP Network, if you will. Get your hands up there, Casey, because you're part of it, too, and we just did. Whew! It is... Week two in the books. It is the dawn of week three when I actually wake up tomorrow and put this out eventually. And it <laughs> is going in a way or shape or form for all of us somehow. Some better than others in certain formats and such. And I will be right back. My wife just texted me that she needs to interrupt me. So Rocky, start talking! Okay, I was not ready for that. So uh, we will just go right into like uh, like Russ said, uh, our, our great guest this uh, this week, fellow DAP Network member here, Casey Kasem. Casey, why don't you tell everybody who you are, what you do, and where they can find what you do? Thank you, Rocky. Uh, yeah, I'm Casey Kasem. You can find me on Twitter at the Casey Kasem. And I previously wrote for Fighting Chance Fantasy and the Fantasy Footballers, but I don't write anymore. <laughs> I I chose that, guys, in case there's any, you know, rumors. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, besides that, I have a podcast that I'm really passionate about that's on the DAP Network. It's yes. called Get Real with Casey Kasem. And it's just a behind the scenes kind of look at the fantasy football industry with interviews and stuff, you know, fun stuff. I get a new guest every episode. I would say every week, but I'm really, you know, bad at dropping episodes. Um, so, yeah, that's a little bit about me. And uh, there should be a couple new episodes coming out soon because I actually started to ask people again. 
<laughs> That's great. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a really good show. You know, if you're not listening to it already, everybody should be. Uh, well, a little different than you know, just to, like talking about like like what we're about to do, just talking about the past week and things like that. Just Casey, you know, hanging out with some people and then talking some fantasy football and how they got in the streets industry. It's really good stuff. So uh, go listen to that now if you if you're not already. So. We will get right into the news, uh, which we don't have much news this week. We we were talking about it before the show. We have we have some some minor injuries. We have a Mike Evans suspension, but a lot of that stuff's not super dynasty related. Oh, good, I don't have to host anymore. So you, know, you did brilliant. Though. About to tell us he's leaving. I don't. I don't know. I love but. my wife more than any other human on this planet. But you do not use this is important as sarcasm. While I am recording my podcast, because <laughs> I, am, I ran, I am out of Woo. breath. It was not serious whatsoever. It was funny. My daughter is adorable and a bit of a jerk, but that's <sighs> that's about all you. That's about it, and that's about it. And that's yeah, yeah. yeah we just, so. we just, I just introduced Casey, and I was just going to go right into the news, but I hadn't actually said anything yet. So that's where we're at. Yeah, right. It was it was brilliant. Great job. I'm sure you did a great job, missed, and I yes. I'm sure most people didn't just skip those two minutes while you were talking. I hope because <laughs> if not, we're just gonna like throw a little bit of oh, Russ's wife needs him again. Just oh, throw that in the mix. Yeah, and then you'll say like a secret password that people like will DM us to get a special gift or something just to make sure they're paying <sighs> attention when Rocky talks. Yeah. Because I'm sure most people don't. I Probably mean, not. I think they just tune me out. And yeah, wait, right? to, wait, to, wait until Russ talks again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I apologize. I'm taking my frustrations out on you, Rocky, and I I promised I wouldn't do that anymore. <laughs> I don't appreciate it, Russ. <laughs> okay, so yeah. yeah. Well, did you talk about Trey Lance yet? Did you mention? No, it? I was just, just about to say well, that. That's the only. Really wasn't that important? We didn't really think we needed to get to it. Okay, well, hopefully you didn't see it because I haven't, but I heard it wasn't great because Trey Lance's foot was pointing in the wrong direction at one point, I heard. Oh, no. Um, So, yeah, he had season-ending ankle surgery. And thankfully for the team, they had to re-sign Jimmy Garoppolo because they couldn't trade him. So that worked out well. Um, So here's the question. Here's the question because, well, we're going to get to it a little later. Spoiler alert. <laughs> what would you be, would you trade a 23 first for Trey Lance right now? As you both look pensively, I think right now yeah. the answer is I wouldn't. I don't think I would because I haven't actually been trying to trade for him when he's healthy. So I don't see myself trying to trade. I mean, I know the thought process there, but not for me. I think I would. It, I was. Well, I was going to say I was pretty certain as mid to late, but at the same time, I really wouldn't want to trade for him if I'm competing. So. Exactly. Right. <laughs> like, there, it's such a weird situation right now because you would have to believe that Trey Lance will a get healthy by next year, or just have enough faith that Trey Lance is better than probably the QB three, because. Stroud and Young are going to go top three, you know, and Bijan are probably, as of now, the top three. So assuming your pick is four or later, you're going to hope that Trey Lance is better than them, whoever comes next after that. 
And we never really got to see what Trey, like, the bad weather of the first game yeah. and then 40 yeah. seconds of this game. It's just like, oh, okay. Well, there goes that. Why? So, like, we might as well have not seen him play this year. So, I, I would, I, would almost rather just go get a 24 first or something like, mm-hmm. like maybe I would trade a 24 first to go get Lance. I doubt anyone's selling him for that low, but what the 23 firsts are worth right now, what they will be by the end of this season, man, like I just, me personally, I can't see it happening. I feel like it's something that we will see happen though. Yeah, I mean, I think he's worth a 23, at least a late 23 first. But, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, but I just think it's so hard because when he when he comes back, he, he'll barely have played football for the last three years, including his last season of college. And, and we have zero idea what he is. Like you said, even this one start this year was in the rain and kind of a washout. He was in and out a couple games last year. I've actually been kind of into Trey Lance. I acquired a few shares uh, over this non-point scoring season, and I, I've been saying it because I, I, I decided he didn't have to be good because, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts wasn't that great a passer last year, and he was a QB1. So that's the way, kind of how I was looking at it with Trey Lance, and Trey Lance is going to have a longer lease than, than Jalen Hurts has had, um, which, by the way, Jalen Hurts looked absolutely awesome last night and is way better than he was last year. Just yeah, putting that yeah. out there. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, but <laughs> but even if he's just uh, – even if uh, Lance never advanced beyond what Hurts was last year, you probably were getting a couple of years of a great Russian quarterback out of him. So I was into him, but it is hard. Like, like I said, three years of not playing football and coming back from a major injury, a major ankle injury for a guy who runs the ball is just scary. So, I, I, yeah, I don't think I could, I could – with 23 actually the only super flex non-contract league trade to have happened since sunday was in your league rocky which league is that breaking back that happened today and that happened earlier today you're right trey lance and two-thirds for Derek carr and jamal williams i mean yeah if I my team's not good, I would very easily sell Derek Carr for Trey Lance. Yes, I, I would have no problem with that if you're not. And I, I can't remember. That's actually, uh, I think, uh, Savvy's team who acquired Trey Lance. Uh, he's um, in that league. Well, um, Scott Connor sent him away. I don't know who Shank yeah. Schrader is. Yeah. But also, we've never u- we haven't used this on the show before. One of the awesome, wonderful DLF tools on the site, the DLF Trade Finder. That's where yes. I found out that. Rocky's holding info out on us. I forgot that uh-huh. just, happened, just happened a few hours ago, Ross. Like, <laughs> this afternoon uh, or something. gave a time so I could say it happened exactly <laughs> this long ago, but it just gives the date. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I think it was like at the end of my work day. I saw it go through. But, uh, but yeah, so, yeah, I would do that too. I, if you're not thinking, if you don't think you're contending and I don't think he is in that league, then yeah, I have no problem. Like, Jamal, I think Jamal Williams was the second piece. Was who cares in general about Jamal Williams? You know, he, he's a, he's a nice like uh, you know bench player if you have a you know for a flex or something like that. But if you're rebuilding, you don't care about Jamal Williams, oh, yeah, uh, especially. Sure. So, like, yeah. I like having him on my teams because he's yeah. a good seven to twelve points on any given week. That if Swift misses games where he seems to like to do that, yeah, yeah and he likes to steal but... touchdowns from Swift. Does this change? So. Yeah, I mean, can it change anything? For the 49ers skilled players, because we know what they are with Garoppolo. Like, do we have more faith in them now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I 
I do more than I did a couple weeks. I I said I'm not sure what like any of these guys are in a Lance offense, and we still didn't yeah. know that too because of the monsoon last week. We didn't mm-hmm. really have much info, but especially I, we with know what they are with Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo was going to be safe with rushing the yes. ball and yes. still catching the ball. This makes me feel better about Ayuk at least. And you know, and if, and Kittle to me too. If, if, I mean, if he's alive, Kittle. Did he play this week? I don't think he played this week. Right? No, he, <laughs> no, he did not. Yeah, right? Like, I'm, I'm sitting there talking like, wait, oh, crap. Did he play? No, he didn't. No. But, you know, okay, so here's the thing. With all of that, too, I finally just came around to the fact that, okay, I'll go ahead and and add Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, add Jimmy Garoppolo in trades. And and then, like, the yeah, then this happens. And I'm like, okay, well, there was a reason that I was telling myself to hold on, right? And then you you start thinking, oh, yeah, I should have, you know, but whatever. I don't care, but I do. Well, I mean, <laughs> we're done with the news. We don't have a main event for today. So, I mean, the next step is, Casey, do you want to do Trade Addicts Trades first or listener questions? Uh, let's do listener questions. That's, yes. That was that was very non-committal. <laughs> that was kind of my new girl just tried to sing it, but I don't know how to sing. So uh, there you go. Yes, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do some questions. Okay, first, at Class K, our buddy Steve. I know Russ hates mandatory two tight end leagues because they're terrible. But with the position com- – the wow, I'm so worked up that I can't even read anymore. But with the position being a complete S show, I'm going to say shit show because tight end, it, it really is, especially in a two tight end league. Really? What Where have I heard that your- before? <laughs> Every year. What are your thoughts on no tight end requirements at all in lineups? Yeah, that's fine. I kind of like it. I mean, I haven't, I, this is the first year that I think that I'm in an actual league where it's like that, like really like that really really like that so not just See, like I, I i'm i'm not a fan i i've occasionally I, I don't think i'm in any right now i don't really look it, tight end wide receiver like all combined leagues they have such little value like i know they have such little value anyway but i like trying to boost up the position rather than just saying it sucks and let's be done with it i i i prefer more that like you know do the 2.0 tight end premium thing, make, make guys more valuable, more flex worthy. I know, you know, Bosch loves to point out it makes the high end guys ridiculously uh, overvalued if, if you do that, but I still think it's more fun than what like in the, you, you're not even sure if you want to start most of the, like the higher end tight ends other than like, you know, Kelsey in his prime and, 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 you know, Waller a couple of years ago, like it, in a tight end wide receiver league, it just, it's it, it it leaves less options for trading basically it's like you know why do i care about tight end why do i even want to trade for george kittle who i'm not sure right. how good he's going to be compared to most of the the top 24 wide receiver you know it's, unless i mean i guess maybe if you do the tight end wide receiver thing and throw the huge premium i wouldn't hate that that might be the way to make it work but uh, <laughs> I, I just i like having the separate tight end position and j- maybe i'm just old school i don't know but i just it, it just the fact that you have to start a tight end gives those guys value even if you don't want to throw the 2.0 tight end premium onto onto the league yeah um by the way like i did i pointed at the camera and only if patreon.com slash trade addicts pod <laughs> you were part of that you could have seen me completely agree because like 20 seconds before you said those words, I'm like, well, I guess you probably have to have the premium to make them even worth considering. Cause like right yes. now, like 
Friermuth is doing decently. Gerald Everett's doing pretty well, but you would still never think to, or want to start them anyway, but they're still scoring double digits pretty much every single week. And then on top of that, you would get the the premium. So like if, if, I mean, first of all, this is one of those things where if that's what makes you happy, that's absolutely fine. If you don't want to yeah, start yeah. tight ends, cool. I like starting a tight ends because like Rocky said, it's another thing to have an arms race about. (laughs) You know, it's something where like, crap, my team's doing pretty well. So I probably want to get one of those uh, high end tight ends or crap. All right. Well, those guys have high end tight ends and I can't get them. So let me try and stream some mid. Like it's just another step of strategy as opposed to the two tight ends where it's like, what shit am I putting out there today? Like, it's physically impossible to have a league with good tight ends. When you're starting 12, everyone will have at least one person. They don't feel like complete poop starting, which I don't know why I dropped a poop instead of saying shit. Like I, I know, we said shit show, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I will say, though, I do agree. With, I mean, we, we do say this every year that, it, that it's all, uh, like a complete shit show, but it, it does seem this year even more yeah. like with had- uh, with Kittle out and Pitts not performing and you know Schultz wasn't looking that great through the first couple of weeks and now is hurt and Waller's only been I mean it's just basically like Andrews and Kelsey and it Hawk hasn't looked good through two games it just there's like even that middle tier is just like ugh, right now like usually you're like okay well at least Hawk's getting me like you know five for 75 or something like that and you're not even getting that kind of guy right got it maybe is that but there's not much else beyond that yeah and if this was this show like two years ago i'd be dropping my make amends for cole Komet because <laughs> it's two weeks and that dude still doesn't have a catch yes we have as many catches as cole Komet does like he <laughs> had 90 something targets last season how does he have zero catches in the first two but games they've thrown, uh, they, they're going back to like the 19 they've thrown 28 passes it's like the 1950s oh yeah it's, the, 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 it's the rain crazy. the monsoon game is partially to blame for that but they only threw they threw like 12 passes or 15 passes last week this past the sunday 11. night it was insane was 11 for 11 yeah it's wow. ridiculous 7 11 is the only reason i remember that. <laughs> Uh, and his next follow-up question is, which is the worst injury curse, San Francisco running backs or the Cowboys? I like Casey answer that. <laughs> <sighs> um, I, I mean, I'm a Homer Cowboys fan, so I, I have to kind of lean in that direction just because, like, uh, I mean, obviously that's not the only reason our team sucks most of the time, but, you know, uh, <laughs> um. With the, the running backs, yes, in the running back situation there is – but with the Cowboys, it's like the quarterback goes down, the quarterback's like, I'm healthy, I'm 100% healthy. No, you're not. And then he did come back this year, and we were like, yay, and then that happened, and he was already playing like, meh. And then, you know, like the Dalton Schultz thing, and then Michael Gallup and everything else, and then back in the day, you have to look. It's always something. And so I'm just going to go with the Cowboys because that's the one that infuriates me the most. How about that? Have the 49ers had a, a healthy running back since Frank Gore? I'm, I don't think I, so. The like, goat. they had tied for a while. Who? No, it's it. just like, yeah, every every season it's somebody. Mostert new. would always get hurt. Mostert, yep. Wow, so, we like, start we have guys. the new Mostert, Elijah Mitchell. <sighs> they gotta, come on. Yeah, I mean, that does sound like a more 
I mean, if you think about it, that situation. Because it's, it's, there, but, it's you know, localized. But... At least the Cowboys are getting hurt and screwed over everywhere. Yay! Like I'm not sincere yet. If we're gonna do something, we're gonna do something <laughs> hardcore. We're gonna go. Your all entire out. team is putting in 100 percent getting injured. Yeah, I'm about it. No, I'm not. No, you're not. No, no, I'm not. Knock on wood. Boom, boom. Don't care. Next question at Dynasty Beach Boy. So I have. So I. So I have seemed. Okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. He, t- he typed it. <laughs> this isn't my fault. So I have, so I seemed to have, I'm going to, I, so I, I seem to have destroyed to do, my yeah. team by accident. A lot of young wide receivers and QBs, no starting running backs and no picks. It's like I entirely, I, it's like I entered a rebuild by accident and don't know what to do. Is this how orphans are created? What should I do? <laughs> Hashtag never give up, never surrender. First of all, Galaxy Quest is a fantastic movie. <laughs> yes. But like when you're rebuilding, you do it through young QBs and wide receivers. So like you got a good start, and I'm pretty sure he's talking about TA one here. That's what um, I was thinking. <laughs> uh, wait it out, uh, unless you can flip those young QBs and wide receivers for more than you got them for. In which case, yeah, you do that. Keep yourself young and gain some picks. Like you don't, they don't have to be firsts. Like especially this year is the year where seconds are going to help you. So don't sell players lower, but you don't have to sell as high valued of assets as you would have last year because those picks weren't worth too much. So, I mean, like, don't, A, don't freak out because that's where you want to be. You want to be at young wide receivers and quarterbacks in a super flex league. The no picks thing hurts a little bit, but, you know. Kenny got excited when he joined the Trade Addicts uh, League and he, he went right many, for that many, title. Many and he made a lot of <laughs> trades and he unfortunately followed some of my doings and not some of my sayings where it's just like, wee! Hitting yeah. buttons. And yeah, and he didn't really <laughs> pick a direction. <laughs> and now it's just like, oh, okay, cool. Or this is where you do an outhouse challenge and let's just really let things go wild. Yeah. Um Except, yeah. yeah, I don't know that you're getting a lot of picks in that house challenge, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it'll be a lot of, I mean, you, it seems bad, but you're actually in a good place. You just got to be a little patient, which is the worst advice I give, because I can't follow that. Mm-hmm. Does anyone else have anything different to say about that or about the situation? I was just going to mention, yeah, the only, I mean, the only, like you said, the only tough part is is the lack of picks, especially if you are kind of in a rebuild mode now, which I think he probably kind of is in that league because, like he said, he has no running backs. He's not really going to be contending this year. Uh, but, I mean, you can always keep trading. Get more, like, like Russ said, get more picks, whether it's seconds, uh, first. I, I don't know Kenny's team off the top of my head, but I'm sure there's some players worth the first if it's, if if you really want to get into this draft, I'm sure you can, especially as the season goes on uh, later in the year, people will be much looser with those first as mm-hmm. they see their, you know, 11 and three team yep. riding into the playoffs and things like that. So, so yeah, I would, I would just, like Russ said, you got to be patient, which is, I agree, very hard to do. Neither Russ or I is the most patient person, but uh but yeah, especially like I said, not even too patient. Just wait a couple months, and you can pick up some firsts as well, probably, or or at least at least a bunch of seconds, I would imagine. So, and let's pretend he is talking about TA one. I just pulled up his team. Uh, well, he has the entire Jets quarterback room. <laughs> That's not ideal. <laughs> Zach Wilson, Mike White, and Joe Flacco. 
<laughs> Trevor Lawrence, and I know he's not letting go of Kenny Pickett because he's a big Steelers dude and he paid for him. Uh, Deontay Johnson, uh, Devonta Smith had himself a week after bageling the first week. Hunter Henry, Mike Gusecki after this week. Like, he's got some trade assets. And again, he may actually not be talking about this league, but this is what you have to do. Like, find that if you don't have the wherewithal to wait a year and change until you, or just like a year till you get your 25 picks in and then start cycling around again. Like go down your list, find those players you have realize you're in a league with Rocky and try and go give him Deontay Johnson. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, just do kind of things like that and try and start small, get a second for Hunter Henry, maybe like not right now because he's, doing trash like maybe Mike Gusecki though like one of those tight ends start with a second and then you do a second and you know Isaiah McKenzie or Devonta Smith for something that's worth a first you know keep building your way up it's going to be slow but it should be fun and that's what's important right and and I am contending that although I think he's still fine for any build so I am contending so Kenny throw me a Deontay Johnson offer I I will pay market value (laughs) I hope like, I re- was really hoping that he was magically watching and would like pop up, but I would like that would be hilarious. Do it. Let's go. That's still one thing I don't think we've done yet and had like an actual trade discussion on the show. I mean, Four we're all in a league like together. What? I said we're all in a league together. That's true. Look, <laughs> very fitting. <laughs> Casey's on the show this week because she kind of went nuts and oh, she TA went nuts. Seven yeah. this week. <laughs> bonkers. It was bonkers. <laughs> All right, B Hillman forty two says you should talk about the Harry Potter League. I love this freaking Harry Potter League. I am so happy I created it. Um, <laughs> well, first of all, it's a forty eight team league, so it's four divisions of twelve teams each, and each division is one of the houses from Hogwarts. And what's awesome about this league is each house are are almost like a team, like the houses in Harry Potter, where. Every week you have the opportunity to gain or lose points for your house in the end of the season. The house with the most points, like 50% of or more of the money is to charity anyway. So each house has its own charity. So it's a lot of fun. The reason I wanted to talk about this is if you're a couple of years into Dynasty or been playing forever, whatever it is, and there's different leagues out there. Like you don't just have to, okay, well, I guess I'll go to a 16 team league since I'm, you know, 12 and 14 seem boring. Like have fun ideas, go listen to John Bosch for 30 minutes and you'll learn some fun stuff. Think of different things that you've never seen in dynasty before and find a way to make it work. Or if you're super bored, DM me, DM John, or, you know, Scott fish, if he ever has time on his hands, loves to talk about league ideas Oh, it's in season, so there's no uh, commission possible to mm-hmm. throw it by. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like that, and also because I learned an awesome new trick in Google Sheets. Um, there's a formula: um, import HTML. You can have, you can automatically have Google Sheets pull information from MFL onto your sheet, so you don't have to copy and paste things if you do part of your league in Google Sheets. I was very excited to learn that. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm a nerd. <laughs> Our last question at Pwin Dynasty. Talk about sushi or stock markets. I know nothing about stock markets, but I need to know, Rocky, is there a chance in H-E Double Hockey Picks <laughs> you eat sushi? I know nothing about sushi. Just the idea of raw fish has never seemed appealing to me. So 
I I literally have never even tried sushi in my life. In Easy. my 45 years. I have tried sushi and I don't like sushi. So there you go. <laughs> I'm not a sushi fan, so I couldn't couldn't tell you. What's I'm not even here? a big fan of cooked fish, so I don't yeah, like cooked fish, but I really like sushi. <laughs> I don't I yeah. I'm the wrong person. We all know I'm I know. The, worst just, the, re- the real reason I left this on here was to see if there was a shot in the dark that you actually ate sushi. <laughs> never even never even tried it. I, maybe I love it. Who knows? But I've I've never tried it. I mean, just try a spicy tuna roll. Like to me, I've always called spicy tuna rolls the chicken parm of sushi. It's like, oh, I don't need it. No one says they don't eat Italian food, but like everyone eats chicken parm. Yeah, I, even I eat chicken parm. Everybody eats a spicy <laughs> tuna roll. But that is the end of our listener question. So we are on to the trade addicts trades. Before we move on, we wanted to take a second to talk about No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available. Play in Pick'em Contest for a shot at winning $250,000 or more in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. Bet on up to five player props, over-unders, or individual matchups across every major sport, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up now with promo code DLF at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app to get an initial deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined. Because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. Trade Addicts Leagues are 12 teams, super flex, PPR, tight end premium with 1.75 points per tight end reception, and 0.05 points for return yardage except for TA1. Speaking of Kenny and his maybe rebuild in TA1, Alec Pierce, Tyquan Thornton, and Hunter Henry for Darrell Henderson and Taysom Hill. Unfortunately, this trade, including Taysom Hill, happened in between week one and week two. So there was hope that Taysom Hill was going to score points this week <laughs> with Alvin Kamara missing time and a tough defense with the against the Bucks that we would thought they would use Taysom Hill in interesting ways to take a little bit of stress off of the rushing game. And, and they didn't do that. And I scored very little points. So, but the trade itself, Alec Pierce, Tyquan Thornton, and Hunter Henry for Darrell Henderson and Taysom Hill. Casey, what's your thoughts? All right. Can you say it one more time? My attention span is like a gnat's, if that makes any sense. Alec Pierce, Tyquan Thornton, and Hunter Henry for Darrell Henderson and Taysom Hill. Was that was that fast enough to retain? I can do that. I can do that. Um, so I'll just say which, if I, which one I would rather go with. Uh, I think... Oof. Oof. Do I want to go with Taysom Hill because they continuously try to make him a thing, even though he wasn't a thing. Um, I don't know. I guess that I would. I don't, I'm really bad at trades. <laughs> oh no. Uh, I probably, probably would not want to do either of them. 
I will go with the second one. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of with I'm just being honest. There, though. Like, I'm looking at this like I'm like I don't know. I don't. I don't. It's not really something that I, I'm into, guys. So I don't know. I, I'm not super into the young guys, even if I'm rebuilding. I'm not a big yeah. Alex Pierce or Tyquan Thornton. Alex Pierce or Tyquan Thornton guy. Now I'm contending. The only piece I care about in this entire deal is Tenderson, probably, because mm-hmm. I, I didn't expect Taysom to be consistent. You know, not mm-hmm. as the tight end on on the team <laughs> that that runs the ball and occasionally throws a pass or two. Uh, and Hunter, Hunter, just talking about the shit show at tight end, like I, <laughs> I, I I didn't think he had done well, but I wasn't sure his exact numbers. He's got five and a half points total through two games, so two he's games, like yeah. a total non-factor. Uh, he was he was not even that exciting coming into the year, but you at least hoped for touchdown upside. And that that offense looks like a mess, which is what we all kind of thought going in. Uh, so, I yeah, I mean, I, I only care about Henderson. Maybe if you have to throw Taysom in there, you get lucky, and this is the week he runs for a touchdown. So I'd take that side. Well, that is was my exact line of thinking. He wanted to re- He's you know looking to pick a direction and go. So mm-hmm. I'm like. Let me give you young guys. And honestly, I gave him Hunter Henry, hoping he'd be able to flip him because right. like yeah. he's looking so more and more difficult. Last year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and yeah, like I legitimately feel bad about that Hunter Henry thing. Hopefully he turns <sighs> that around. But yeah, yeah I wanted Daryl Henderson and mm-hmm. maybe Taysom Hill would do something every once in a while. That's yeah. the exact line of thinking. And Pierce, like, I can <laughs> see some hope for upside. I think he got yeah. a concussion or something. But... Yeah. Uh, but he, I mean, he dropped the touchdown in week yeah, one. That's so the much. thing. Although yeah. so he got targeted looking, in the end zone. That's how I'm choosing to think about it. Yeah. And Ryan is looking like okay. trash there for, through two games. But there's at least hope there. Yeah. Like, there's, it's so wide open after Pittman for, like, somebody needs to catch the ball. So, Well, he uh, looked good enough with Pittman there. Pittman's gone. He's yeah. really the heart of that offense, right? Like, mm-hmm. they went from, like, 300 passing yards and JT being Jonathan Taylor yes. to – Bad, just bad. Yeah, yeah. against the, the Jaguars, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. like you just bad. <sighs> All right, TA two a twenty twenty three first for Antonio Gibson and Corderell Patterson. Like, do you want me to wait for you to turn when you start writing before I start saying the name? I can't thing? remember. <laughs> like, this is you're like really like I. They told me I don't have ADHD, so this is just me. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I I think I have it written down. <laughs> So 23 first for Antonio Gibson and Corderell. Would you pay a 23 first for Antonio Gibson and Corderell Patterson? No, not no. even close. Like even together, these like I I don't expect Cordero to keep up what he did in week one. I think that was a little bit of a fluke. And and both of these guys could not even be starting running backs in October. Yo, man, yeah, we saw Brian Robinson doing the ladder drills. That's the yeah. start of it, yes. right? It's yeah. the start of it. Yeah, jeez, he got shot in the leg and the butt, and he's doing ladder drills. Yeah, like, no excuse for not working. Out. I cannot. Oh, like, yeah, that's, he's that's impressive. Yeah, I'm so happy for that. Like, yeah. That's, but yeah, for sure, Patterson for sure. could lose out to Damian Williams. He could lose eventually when he's off IR. He could lose out to Algier. Like I just. I mean, even even if you want points and you really wanted to grab a running back or two to help you contend this year, you could do better with your 2023 first than these two. It's just by playoff time, I don't expect either of these guys to be helping you all that much. 
Yeah, that's what I'd be scared about is, yeah, when you get down to the line and yes. then, you know. Yeah, you have, like, I mean, Gibson, I know you're talking October, but, like, right now, Gibson has two games of 14 rush attempts and a total of 12 targets. He had eight in week one, four in week two. And it's a pretty good workload. And I know it's because Robinson's out and everything. And, but I mean, he's doing better than I thought he would. But yeah, I don't think I'd give it 23 first with that. Yeah, and also, I, 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 I was, just... I've been paying seconds for Cordero Patterson since the offseason because it's like the Taysom Hill thing where I felt like yeah. he had a better floor than he showed this week, Patterson. But. I felt like he would be safe enough to play because even if he's not at running back, they would need him at wide receiver because they don't have enough wide receivers. And then he'd get a couple of rushes. So I felt like he would just be a nice bottom of your starting players player because, okay, he put up nine points. That sucks. The next week he put up 29 points. That's awesome. But like he put up four this week and that doesn't really help. And with Gibson, I mean, I kind of thought he would do this, uh, during this month, I was a little surprised he got seven catches in week one, which was kind of nuts. Well, that uh, happened week one last year, also. Oh, wow, that's that's interesting. And then he just JD McKissick takes over. Just JD McKissick's, I guess, old and you know, he needs a little rest at the beginning of the season before he gets really going. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I he's been good. The thing with Gibson is so weird to me, like, he's been good through his first two years. He's a, he was a converted wide receiver coming out of college, and then they don't pass him the ball for two years, and then mm-hmm. they insist on stealing J.D. McKissick back from Buffalo when he was already signed. That's how much they didn't want it to throw it to Antonio Gibson. And then all offseason's been about replacing Antonio Gibson, and then you're bringing in all these running backs, and they draft Brian Robinson, and he's the guy. And, and then all of a sudden they throw to get Antonio Gibson seven times in week one again. It's just been so bizarre up and down. Like he's he, but my whole point was he's he's been a very good running back, and then I just everything. But for some reason, everything Washington has done for the last nine months has said we don't want Antonio Gibson to mm-hmm. be our running back. It's just the whole thing is bizarre. I, I don't get it. Like, why were they so eager to replace this guy who who, who performed well in real life, and, and not that they care, but in fantasy as well? He's been a top fifteen running back both both of his first two years. So I. I, don't know, I just don't get it, but I I thought he'd do good in September, but I still think they want Brian Robinson to be a thing for them, and, and regardless, as long as he's healthy enough to come back in October, at worst, I mean, at best for Gibson, it's going to be like, a I think, a fully split backfield with McKissick rolling in there for third downs and probably the two-minute trail, which is going to be a disaster for all three, probably. Yeah, that's rough. Would you give a second <laughs> for Gibson at the moment? I would give a second. I would. Okay. Just curious. Trade Addicts 3, Jamal Williams, DK Metcalf, Adam Thielen, and a 24 first for Davis Mills, Najee Harris, and a 24 second. One more time, because that was a big one. Jamal Williams, DK Metcalf, Adam Thielen, and a 24 first for Davis Mills, Najee Harris, and a 24 second. Do you want me to walk through this one? Because this was mine. And oh. I'll tell you the ridiculous reason this actually happened. Um, Mike put out that he needs a quarterback. And I'm like, I think I have an extra quarterback. I'm like, oh, I have Davis Mills. Hmm. There's nothing I really just want to ask for with Davis Mills. 
So what should I do? I want you know what? I want DK Metcalf. I'm gonna go. I can't get Davis Mills for DK Metcalf. Who do I want to give up? I have a lot of running backs. I think I'd rather give up Najee Harris. Wait, whoa, that's too much. What just happened? And like this <laughs> snowballed from me yeah. wanting to give up Davis Mills to a total on like seven piece trade. Yes. I think I feel good about this. I would. I mean, I talked myself into feeling good about it. How about that? Like, I want to DK Metcalf. I got him. I love yeah, that that's... I pulled the first out of it. Yeah. I tried to get Brandon Cooks, but he just kept pushing Thielen at me. And I'm like, am I really going to let the difference between Thielen and Cooks stop? <laughs> and eventually I said no when I took it. But again, I wanted Jamal Williams on my team because I explained why before. I think he is a decent end of the starting lineup if you need him like once the bye weeks and the injuries start up especially if one of those injuries is swift Mm -hmm. and this is a weird league where i have like four running backs on my team and i don't (laughs) like it so i had to get rid of one and that one just ended up being Najee harris because he i needed a pretty decently valuable one just to fit the trade and i wasn't gonna i have one christian mccaffrey and i'm not giving up saquon barkley so (laughs) it was Najee. definitely not saquon i i I think I lean. You gave up the Harris side, right? So I think I think I lean towards that side, but it's. I think it's a very good trade. It's very yeah, very like- even trade. I just the quarterback, and I know he may not last beyond this year, but but the quarterback in a super flex league, Najee Harris, I have concerns about for this year, but he's still a pretty high valued guy, and he's still yeah. going to be around to, uh, an, another couple years producing for you, and. The other thing is, I, I Adam Thielen, I didn't like even before this week happened, and he didn't catch a pass until the four. He actually ended up making his numbers look okay at the end, but while the game was actually in doubt, they did not throw the ball to Adam Thielen. I don't think he had a target until like the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he he was not looking good. But uh, DK is, I'm just staying. I've never been a big big DK guy to begin with, and. I'm just I'm just staying away now. We I mean, we had a little a brief discussion about this in the Cool Kids Club earlier today. He's I, I just I think even for the next like two years, I'm not sure what we're getting from from DK. We saw we've seen the first two weeks, and he has not looked great with Gino. We had a couple decent games with Gino last year, but it's been like six yards a catch or something like that in, in these first two games. Um, Lockett yeah. did have a, a decent game. So I would expect DK will eventually get a couple of those too, but it's going to be real hit or miss. And then next year, I I don't know what their starting quarterback situation is going to be, but unless it's a severe veteran upgrade from Gino, I'd worry too. Like even if it's CJ Stroud, historically you don't get a wide receiver one from, from a rookie quarterback. So you're hoping for wide receiver two numbers even next year from DK, I think, unless, unless, like I said, something happens and like some quarterback gets disgruntled like Russell Wilson. And and, and, it's kind of ironic. That's the one I put out of my head, but Russell Wilson (laughs) and goes there. Uh, So I, I just think it's going to be a rough couple years for DK. He's still only what 24, 25. So, I mean, he'll eventually probably start producing big numbers again. And, and, statistically a lot of receivers don't even hit their prime until the, you know, 27, 28, 29. So long-term he's still probably a decent bet, but I just, as we said earlier, I'm not patient. And I don't know until like, (laughs) if we're going to see like his like fully decayness again until like 2025, 2024. So, so that, that scares me a little bit. I'm a very patient man. I don't know if you knew that. (laughs) 
I had fun. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Trade Addict 6. I don't remember if we talked about this on the show because it happened during it. And even I don't think we did. Even more, I was talking with J. Mike while we were recording the show about this <laughs> trade. Uh, so the trade is Trevor Lawrence for Antonio Gibson and Debo Samuel. And he he messages me, first of all, he messages me saying, every time I need to ask you for trade advice, it turns out to be a league you're in. And I reply with, just ask, because first of all, I would always be honest. And second of all, if you didn't tell me, I probably wouldn't pick up on it that I was in this league. Because there are so many freaking leagues. I don't stop to think that I would be in this league you're talking about. I I know we had this conversation last week, but I don't remember if it was after the show or not. (laughs) Yeah, right? So I'm just going to do it again because, let's face it, I I talk and people forget it instantly anyway. Um, What do you do when you're trying to trade away a young quarterback, especially when you're not getting one back? And my quick answer was, you get a lot of freaking value in return. That's what you get. Um and it's really funny because he um, he told me it was TA6 and I knew the two young quarterbacks he had. And I'm like, if it's Mac Jones, you aim for this. If it's Trevor Lawrence, you aim for someone like Debo. And then he gets Debo plus, in which case I like the Debo plus side. <laughs> and plus, people Jay just Mike, want J-Mike to win. Yeah, yeah, J-Mike. We've said it like, I feel like we say it every other show with J-Mike and the TA6 team. It's like ridiculous and he just made it more ridiculous because he doesn't even need trevor lawrence he's he's fine at quarter he's got like three or four other quarterbacks uh, except one of them was trey lance uh well that i, I did not remember that but so I, does he, he have jalen hurts as well i think he or? only has jalen hurts and aaron Rodgers left uh dang but this was before trey lance happened so he thought yeah. he still was fine there yes yeah. yeah and didn't wait didn't you say you had mac jones too no i traded him away also oh okay so what do you think, Casey? Trevor Lawrence for Antonio Gibson and Debo Samuel. I like that. Um, I, I, I would feel weird giving up a quarterback. It is it is hard to uh, let go of that, that to, to, to look at, you know, team needs and what you got going on. And But I'm coming around more to, like you said, try to get as much as you can, you know, for one of those young guys. That's what you're trying to do. And, I think it's pretty, I think to me, it's pretty even. It's pretty nice. Like, I'm sure, I mean, it's J Mike, so whatever, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, you know, his team just looks crazy now and it always did. And, you know, and then the other side of that coin is all those, the, the two players on the other side. I mean, you went for something, you got it. I mean, well, you've got to be happy about that. All right. Are you ready? To talk some TA7, Casey? I guess. (laughs) (laughs) All right. First trade we have is... No, I wrote... There's a lot of them. I don't remember which of these are actually you. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Devonta Smith, and a 23 first for Mac Jones and Clyde Edwards-Elaire. That was a trade that I was involved in, but I'm not going to call the other people out like I've heard in the past. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Jimmy Garoppolo, Devonta Smith, and a 23 first for Mac Jones and CEH. Um, Rocky, what are your CEH thoughts right now? I, 
I actually like CH. I mean, I, I was saying even before the season started that I thought he was being a little too underrated, um, that he was probably going to produce that, as we all knew, Rojo was no threat. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pacheco, you know, looked like maybe he would, but he really hasn't been. He played a decent amount in game one, but that was mainly because they were up like 30 points. Yep. Uh, he got very little involvement in game two. And they don't have a, you know, an outstanding wide receiver core now without Tyreek. So there's some more chances, I think, in the passing game for CEH, which we saw bear out in week one where he got two receiving touchdowns. So I think he's still underrated. I mean, I still think people are like, yeah, this is nice, but let's sell CEH. If I'm contending, I don't mind holding on to him. So I, I think, I mean, he's in a great offense. There isn't much else there. I don't think they're going to Pacheco is going to overtake him. It could become more of a committee than it, than it is now, I guess. But I, I mean, he's performed well through two games. His, his usage has been, it has been a bit of a split, but it's, it's kind of hard to tell because of that first game. So uh, in terms of the trade, I think I would though still lean towards the other side, even though I like CH, just because, well, especially now that we know Jimmy Garoppolo is a, a Oh, but wait. We did not know that at the time. We did not know that at the time. <laughs> so I, I just get in. I don't, I don't really value. I'd probably have to take the first over either of the other pieces, which is the main reason uh, why. But And, and I, I'm a big Devante guy. Uh, maybe a little yeah. homerism. But uh, yeah. I, yeah, and I, I know he had the bagel week one. but Yeah, that's why uh, I was like, okay, let me <laughs> yeah. try this. But but we uh but we kind of said Russ, me and you that there's going to be Devontae weeks and there's going to be AJ Brown weeks and, and Devontae didn't go nuts but he had a very nice game week two yeah. and I'm sure we'll have some games where Devontae gets eight catches for 120 and a touchdown and things like that so I, even taking the Jimmy Garoppolo part out of it I'm just I'm also not a Mac Jones guy I just I yeah. I have said it before I think he's a QB mid QB two and. I hope he can get to that Kirk Cousins level, but until he gets better weapons, he's not doing it. And and that's his ceiling anyway. So that's not that exciting. And I don't even know he's going to hit the Kirk Cousins ceiling until Bill Belichick's gone and he's getting better weapons or something. Cause Bill Belichick doesn't seem to care about running backs or wide receivers. So. Yeah. Doesn't seem to care about <laughs> offense at the moment. Uh, like to me, you like Devonta Smith for CEH feels like a cross off. So. I'd have Devonta a little higher, but yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, but so a first and what you thought was a backup quarterback at the time, who, or who was a backup quarterback at the time for a starting quarterback. I get that you're not a Mac Jones guy. I think he's good. I agree. The system is not doing him any favors, but yeah, the value is the first in Garoppolo, but I don't care. Like, yeah, I, I was just trying to. I'm just trying to mix it up, you know. And, and knowing what we knew then, I have no problem throwing Garoppolo in with that first. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to get a starting quarterback, yeah. Next trade: Nick Chubb for Greg Dulcich and a 23 first. So Nick Chubb for a 23 first. I mean, Nick <laughs> Chubb showed he's worth it this game. Yeah, I would. I. I, I d- it would depend on what the 23 first looks to be, but I would most likely give a 23, a non top four or five 23 first to for Nick Chubb. And yeah, Greg, yeah, Greg Jones just makes sense well. more. I mean, because it's me and running backs, I would rather have the first, but I think value wise, that's right. And a lot oh, of the clearly. value of those firsts, by the way, is in running besides Stroud and Young. A lot of it is because this running back class 
is supposed to be so good. So, but like, clearly, probably gonna be a Greg Dolchik just throws it over for the first. Exactly. exactly. Right. <laughs> Was this you? Uh, yeah, I, I'm also involved in that. Uh, I traded to get Nick Chubb. There you go. Did. You got them points this week. <laughs> Yeah. No, you didn't because it's next trade. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm Miller saying I was involved Sanders. in that trade. I'm also involved in the next trade. Yes. <laughs> See, I love this because I just I just wanted to flip guys, so I just kept flipping. <laughs> you worked your way into another quarterback who's scoring pretty well, and I, well, clearly we'll talk in a second that I like having Miles Sanders on my team. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is Nick Chubb. I mean. Nick Chubb for a first, and then it's pretty much Nick Chubb for accumulation of two strong seconds, which is more or less a late first. So if that's what makes you happy. Plus, you got two – assuming you want starters, you, well, had two of them. <laughs> I did. That's true. I had – I did. And I think – I'm not sure if you – did you say the other side? Mariota Nick and Chubb. Sanders? Nick Chubb for Marcus Mariota and Miles Sanders. Yeah, I was just going to say, Miles Sanders to me kind of falls in that CEH category too, where I think he's, the hate had gone too far during the non-point scoring season, and and he's looked good, and he's, he had a good fantasy game the first game because he scored a touchdown. I, I don't know how many, I don't rem, I don't have a lot of Miles Sanders as much as I'd like, actually, so I can't remember what he had from a fantasy perspective last night, but... Uh, he had a he had a good real game. He he looked really good. So and and they are using him. It's mm-hmm. still you know they throw in a Boston Scott here and a Kenny Gainwell there, but he is getting the majority of the carries and and, and opportunities out of the backfield. So seventeen rushes for eighty yards, three targets, three catches, six yards. So eleven point six points. Yeah, not not a crazy good one because he didn't get a touchdown this week, and and that that's always up and down for whatever reason. They love to throw also, you know, Hurts likes to steal some obviously, and then they always yeah. like to throw the occasional Boston Scott's going to run for a two yard touchdown for some reason. For some <laughs> but, reason, make Boston Scott happen. Yeah, <laughs> but but he's looked uh, he's looked really good, and the, the whole thing has always been generally helped with him. Mm-hmm. He's been healthy through two games. Hopefully, he keeps it up for the whole year, and if so. I again, I think he's an underrated asset. I think he's going to be easily kind of in that mid to high end RB two range if he stays, especially on this offense because this offense looks really good. They they only scored twenty four points last night, but they were just kind of dominating that whole game, and and it just kind of ended up working out that way. They didn't need more points, but but he looked really good, and and Hertz looks really good running that offense. So I I think he's going to he's going to produce well. Speaking of the next trade, Jimmy Garoppolo and Miles Sanders for Dalton Schultz. <laughs> my life. <laughs> that sounds like comment on this one, Casey. You know, I, I might have got a little overboard with I was enjoying trading. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Dalton Schultz. Okay, I'm. I was. My thought process here was. I don't know what my thought. I, my, my thought process was I. <laughs> yeah, I. I don't have one. I really don't. I, I just really, I, I like Dalton Schultz. I have, I don't know. I, maybe it's the homerism in me. I don't know. I, I felt like I wasn't really, it was pretty even in my eyes. So I was like, whatever, I'm getting a tight end. That's pretty solid. I mean, I thought he was pretty solid and fingers crossed he is, but I mean, this is dynasty. So hopefully, you know, 
And Russ has proven you don't have to have a thought process when making trades. No, I, I have a zero <laughs> thought process. I barely have a thought process right now when I'm talking to you. <laughs> I can't even keep track of what Russ is saying while I'm trying to think about what Russ is saying. So, <laughs> so here's the thing. Like I, in a different league, was trying to trade away, well, evolve, including a trade. Wow. In a different league, I was offering a trade where I was trading Schultz away. And the guy said, you know, why would I do this trade? I don't remember who I was trying to get for someone like Dalton Schultz. I'm like, what do you mean someone like Dalton Schultz? Someone who's going to be a top 12 tight end. Someone who is targeted a lot in a league where you get 0.75 premium for your tight ends. You mean on a team that just lost their starting quarterback? Who do the quarterbacks lean on? Constant thing with the Cowboys too, right? I I mean, I didn't really bank on Schultz then getting, but like the the process of going to get Dalton Schultz at any time makes perfect sense to me. Like he is not the sexy name. He, I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know what he looks like, so he might be a sexy person, but. (laughs) He's going to score you points, and that's what you want in fantasy football. So it's absolutely yeah. The, the only right issue move. with with this Schultz is is will he be a cowboy beyond this year? Yeah, that, that, that I mean, scares me a little because we had this well enough that he's starting somewhere. Uh, don't I right? Have... But we had this brought up before that is he <laughs> is he Austin Hooper? This is by a listener yeah. question I remember a while back. Is it, it, Austin Hooper is going to start somewhere? He's still starting somewhere, but. He's not anybody you want for fantasy. And I think that could be the case with Schultz, that outside of Dallas, he's not someone that's going to – because he's not a supreme talent. So, like a, yeah. <laughs> but so, Casey, I mean, you're a Cowboys fan. What Do you do you think they retain Schultz after this year? I, I don't – I don't – I'm – I no. I don't know, though, because, <laughs> you know, it's 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 funny to me because they end up keeping these guys for, like, way too long and, and try to make guys that aren't – guys be guy you know be the guy and stuff so but you know like I, I don't know I started like I was like a little Jake Ferguson over here let me try to like pick up a little <laughs> bit of this what you know just in case because I know they you know the talks are there you know so it's like I don't know if, if they can figure it out and that's what I'm hoping that's what I'm banking on you know so here's my thing Jerry is still in the picture yeah Jerry wants his running back Jerry wants his Emmett Smith and Jerry wants his Jason Witten and he found Jason Witten. Like, that's what Dalton Schultz seems to be. Yeah. yeah. Not quite Jason Witten as Jason Witten was because, I mean. And, and Dak has always loved him some Jason Witten too. Exactly. So, <laughs> And you probably don't have to pay Dalton Schultz. Let's keep going with it. Jason Witten money. Like, <laughs> at, at one point, like, we make fun of Witten being that steady Eddie kind of guy. But, like. He was really good at a time where tight ends did a lot more blocking than they do nowadays. I think even that year he came out of the Monday night booth and played again, he was like a low end tight end one. Because he played every single game. Like yeah. he was always <laughs> there. So like I really do think that they keep Dalton Schultz because with what they've been going through at wide receiver, it makes sense oh my gosh. on your team. <laughs> and again, you probably don't have to spend that much money on it. Or you can oh. if you're me. So anyway, um, but like like you said, the exciting premium, I know it kind of makes you think a little differently mm-hmm. about trades and I'm I'm learning. It's still a learning process for everyone. It's fun. That's all that matters. I keep talking myself into it like 
being like super excited about all the players I ended up with. Cause I was like, Oh, all the stuff I was trading was basically stuff that I was just getting any stuff, you know, guys that I was getting and, and flipping. Yeah, and just flipping. And you, flip, yeah. and, you never really had them anyway. ABT yeah. always be trading. Yeah. They never always even found a home. Like they, they just never did. And they were just right like, out. yeah, they didn't No Zillow popped up. Nothing. They just <laughs> kept on, kept on rolling. All right. But you, you know, you know, it's a lot of fun. What? Sleeper. Trade of the week, sleeper. Trade of the week. We're gonna talk about a trade addict's trade, and it's sponsored by the Sleeper app. And I took off the loop, so it's not gonna start again. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning. <clears throat> mm. Okay, this is almost like sarcastically the sleeper trade of the week because. If you love anything, if you hold anything near and dear to your heart, keep it away from Tyler Gunther and Doug Eddy. <laughs> because they had Dak Prescott through both injuries. <laughs> they lost Dak Prescott. So they sent Dak Prescott and a 23 first for Trey Lance and the 23 seconds <laughs> prior to the, to the week. Sunday. So if you love anything, keep it far, far away from these men. That's a that's a that's a drop right there. If you love anything, keep them keep it keep it far, far away from these men. Keep it far, far away from. Oh, they yeah, they had they had Burrow. Is they drafted Burrow as rookie year too? But like, so like I remember this this trade going through, and I really kind of liked it for both sides. Like. You're getting a first, and you're That's being good, patient. And I was going to ask you: Are you adding a first before this week? Are you adding a first to Dak to get? Lane? I know the seconds in there, but I I still would still have. I don't care that he's. I know they're contending and all that, but Dak's at most missing like six games. I think six. I guess eight games is what they're saying. Say at most six to eight weeks. Like I'm not giving up a first just because. He's gonna I mean, miss you're dropping. Games. I mean, I don't know where these picks are, but let's assume it's their first, which means late. So if we're talking six to eight picks between twelve and twenty-eight, that's a lot more. Twelve and like eighteen, <laughs> nineteen, because I can math. I don't care about that, especially when you're getting a guy that the upside of Lance. Like, yeah, I think if I was desperate and not actually desperate, but thought I was desperate because I was panicking. And that's more important than the whole desperate part. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is something I would do because I have confidence in my team and my team is good enough where if Lance is just okay, I'm fine. But if you get that ceiling, your team is awesome. So yeah, I would drop back half around to do that. I can but see then that. Sunday happened. Yeah. That, that didn't go too well. No. So who are they going to trade Lance for? <laughs> I just yeah, right. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah. <laughs> they have another first. You, you, oh question. my gosh! Whoever and it is, you will get hurt. So I we're hope keeping it's not a watch on hurt. it. Yeah. <laughs> so here QB we go. Here watch twenty twenty. <laughs> Find out. Let me know what quarterback you want to get hurt. Whoa. <laughs> donate, donate something like to Fantasy Cares, and I'll find a way to trade that player to Tyler. <laughs> I'll find a way. There's a way. Hey, Bill. 
Sorry, my daughter is awake. Um, okay, well, we have one trade left, and it is a doozy. Um, uh, we we end on the the big blockbuster note of Jalen Warren, a 23-3rd and a 24-3rd for Gabriel Davis. Yeah, that, that is a super cheap Gabe Davis. That yeah, is I was about to, I, right. yeah. Although, I was about to which, say. Yeah. Which guy do you want? Do you want Jalen Jalen Warren, a 23-3rd, a 24-3rd, or Gabe Davis? Which side do you want? See, she's, she's torn. She has no idea which side. Torn. <laughs> yeah, I get it. What about you, Casey? Uh, no, I, I, I yeah, I, I don't want Jalen Warren. Or, no. No. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. Or the picks. I'm, I'm good with. Like, if you don't want, if you don't believe in Gabe Davis, you don't think he's the thing. But the point is, you're supposed to trade him for what people think he is. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that's, that's exactly really... what I'm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't people, know how to get these so, like, words out. Even like Gabe Davis, this is not what people think he's worth. Right, right. That yeah, you got to think. Yeah, you got to turn that that on too. So you just so many too many things you have to keep track of. I mean, yeah. you at least need a second or two in there. Like I, I feel like he should yes. almost be going for a first with how hyped people are. You know, the, how many truth? It seems like there should be a truther in almost every league. Uh, yeah, but I feel given. like I would throw that out there, and then I'd get one of those snarky comments back. That's right. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what I didn't do? Let's let's go back in time and pretend we didn't talk about this trade yet. And that's your trade of the week, brought to you by the Sleeper oh. Fantasy <laughs> app, the oh. fastest growing fantasy football platform in the world. Join a new Dynasty League or migrate yours to their platform and enjoy how easy they make it to manage all your leagues in one place. Join millions of players today on Sleeper, the number one fantasy football platform. Download the app today to get started because I'm good at my job and I remember <laughs> those things. Bravo. But on that note, that is the end of our show sheet and I have a clingy daughter right here. So that's going to be the end of our show. Thank you, Casey, for coming on. I we haven't like sat down and talked since I got to pounce on you when you were walking out of the elevator and I was walking into the elevator. Scared <laughs> the hell out of everyone involved, including myself. Um, yeah. But it was so awesome to have you on. Why don't you, I don't know if Rocky did this, but tell everyone or remind everyone who you are, what you do and where they could find what you yeah. do. That's basically all we did yeah. while you were Yeah, <laughs> he was a great host and he asked me to go ahead and do all that, but I'll do it one more time just in case people accidentally missed it or something. I know sometimes it's hard. Um, it's Casey Kasem that you can find me on Twitter at the Casey Kasem. And my podcast is called Get Real with Casey Kasem, which you can find on all the podcast networks and only one, actually, DAP Network. DAP Network. Dap Network. But you can find it on DAP Network's feed, and you can find it my own personal awesome feed, too. So go and listen to it on both. You know, yeah. help out the algorithm or whatever they say on YouTube. <laughs> All right. Well, our stuff. What is our stuff? Patreon.com slash Trade Addicts Pod. You can watch us as we record or help us out by giving us stuff to talk about in the comment or I think there was a few times people felt like telling me how wrong I was in the things I was saying. But there's also our <laughs> awesome group me chat, the Cool Kids Club, where, like Rocky said before, we were talking about some awesome, very helpful, useful stuff. Again, maybe about how wrong I was about something. Um, but lots of good times in there. And then ffpodshirts.storeenvy.com. Still have all of our SFB12 stuff. We have our Sunday collection. Every single penny of what you buy goes straight to Fantasy Cares. So you get some awesome stuff. Kids get awesome stuff for the holidays and everybody wins. 
and I got nothing else to say. So good night, everybody. Good night, Russ. Good night, Casey. Good night, Casey. Good night.